Good evening. Good evening. How are you, Dr. Kanyeshna? I'm okay. What about you? I'm very good. What are we talking about tonight? I heard that you're reading a very interesting book these days. What are you reading? I'm reading a book about focus. Mm -hmm. You like it? No, not really. <laughs> Tell us about the things that you don't like. Why you don't like it? It's just that I don't like reading, you know. <laughs> I'd rather play with my phone. Oh. <laughs> you belong to the new generation now. Did yeah, you, of course. Did you grow up with a smartphone? No. Uh, no, no. I mean, I didn't grow up with a smartphone. There was no computer when I grew up. Ah, tell us about the phone that you have. Like, it's a new iPhone 10? No, this is an old phone that I have. It's a... Uh, I don't want to, to say the brand because I don't want to make advertisement. But, uh, <laughs> it's quite old, let's say. <laughs> okay, so now you're playing a lot with it because you didn't have it when you were a child. Yeah, of course. You know, so many years I spent in my life without a phone. So now I have to use it double. Do you have the feeling that you're addicted to your phone? Addicted? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, it depends from... Which point of view you see it? Eh? I mean, me. you know, addiction, it's, it's a wide topic. Yeah, tell me about the perspective from which you see it. Me, I don't see it. It's just the others. You know, <laughs> me, when I'm on my phone, I just see my phone. You know? mm -hmm. That's the thing. You, know? you don't see anything else. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, most of the time when you're on your phone, what do you see else? You know? The only thing that you do is you move your thumb and you, your eyes are moving. That's it. Sometimes there are even accidents on the streets, people walking and they crash into each other because they are on their phone. I mean, you notice this, no? Oh, yeah. I've seen already funny things like that. I've seen more and more people driving and uh, scrolling on their phone, especially oh, yeah. in the traffic jams or if they are like driving, you know, slowly drive a bit and stop. Mm, I've seen that too. Do you think that people have a big problem of being without their phone? Not mention, not necessarily calling it an addiction, but do you think that people are still able to be without their phone? I mean, uh, what do you mean by being able without to, to be without their phone? If you, you mean if you remove them the phone? Like this? No, of course they're able. If you take the phone, of course they're not going to die. I don't know. We didn't make the experience. <laughs> you say they're not going to die, but give me your phone. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know. Maybe they will suffer. Ah, they will suffer. Mm -hmm. This is very possible. It's very possible. Because me, I noticed like you, when you say there are many people who have the phone in the traffic jam, I noticed also that people always have a certain kind of distraction. The people are either on their phone or they're listening to music or they're reading a book, you know. I mean, at the end, it's all kind of the same. It's always a distraction, but people are not really able to be just alone, just by themselves anymore. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is for sure. But, uh, you know, there's a big difference between, uh, for example, when you say they're listening to music or, or reading a book or uh, on their phone. And when you are on the, your phone, it depends what you are doing on your phone also. Mm -hmm. Because being on your phone doesn't mean anything. It depends. Uh, there are millions of things you can do on your phone. I mean, it's rare that you hold your phone and uh, the, like, the screen is black and it's locked, you know. You are doing something, either you're reading something or playing a game or chatting or 
There are so many apps and so many possibilities. The thing is not that. Like, for example, I ask you a question. Have you seen in your life before people sitting in a bar or in a restaurant or in a coffee with family or friends or the children and they are reading a book? <laughs> and they are not talking to each other because they are reading a book. No, I don't think so. I've seen this in the library, though. <laughs> in the library, I can understand. Have you seen people sitting together with the friends or family? Uh, same thing, like in a restaurant or in a bar or wherever. And they're listening to music. Uh, uh, each one has plugs in his ear and they're listening to music. No, of course not. So you see, it's different. You mm -hmm. see? So why? Is it different? This is the thing. And I mean, why are we talking about this? Because you were reading a nice book and we needed something to talk about. And also because it's talking about focus and the book that you're reading, right? And focus is something that is very dependent on the training, on the things that we do, if we are able to focus or to concentrate on something. And new technology is changing our focus. The thing is that, like nowadays, the way the, this technology is designed is um, making us spend a lot of time, first of all, a lot of time doing things that we do not necessarily want to do. This is the danger. The danger is not to use the phone or to use uh, read a book. Or, no, 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 no. It's that you are doing something that in reality you don't necessarily want to do. It's not your own will. You are losing your freedom. I ask you a question. Like maybe I, if I give you an example, maybe you, we can understand each other much more. Mm -hmm. How many times did you turn on your computer or your phone without knowing what you want to do exactly. And how many times it happened to you that you ended up doing something that was totally different from what you wanted to do. But I And didn't want to do anything. In the, the, there are two possibilities. When you turn on your phone or your computer, either you want to do something. I mean, if you turn on your computer or your phone, mm -hmm. it's either you want to do something, you have an idea, mm -hmm. Or you don't have an idea. So in both situations, let's take situation one. You want to do something. You have already an idea. Okay, I want to turn on my phone or my computer to do something. Mm -hmm. I ask you the question, how many times it turned out that you are not doing what you plan to do? You are doing something else. Mm -hmm. This is situation number one. Or at least I do something. Let's say I wanted to answer a message, but then I end up doing additional things that I didn't want you to end do. end up additional things. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those additional things, they can take... <laughs> an hour. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sometimes they could take an hour. You get hooked. Yeah, It yeah. depends, you know. Mm -hmm. And in the second situation, where you turned on your computer, you turned on your phone without any intention to do something. So the question is, Why did you turn on your phone or your computer? This is the question number one. Question number two, what did you do? And how did you decide what you did? What moves your focus? Huh? What, how, what gets your attention and how? Like, who decides? Mm. Is it you or it's someone else?
Because me, I have a phone here, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't have anything to do. I take my phone, I turn it on, right? Until now, it's me who's in the commands. Mm-hmm. From the second that it's turned on, who's taking the lead now? Who's controlling? Yeah. So me, I say that this technology is designed in a way that we are losing our freedom in the sense that we do not decide anymore. It's designed in a way that they tell you, they put you a little notification here, everything is designed with specific colors, everything is designed in a specific way in which they know that you will click here, then you will click there, then they will show you this, then they will show you that. Mm-hmm. Now, if we come back to the story of the focus, why we are talking about this topic and why is it relevant with the topic of focus? It's because the way especially social media are designed or all the activities we do in the phone in general that are related to media, to chat, to friends, to messages, to news, etc., is that we are jumping all the time from one thing to the other. I t- give you an example. If you take the timeline, or the how they call this, the wall of the timeline, timeline the news feed. The, the news feed, Facebook, you know? Mm. If we take the example of Facebook. If you take the news feed of Facebook, mm-hmm. of any, anyone, yours or mine or whatever, and you start scrolling, what do you see? Everything. Do you see something that is like that could be uh, how to say like um, like one topic that is um, linked with the other topic and the other topic no, that makes make, that makes a meaning? It doesn't make sense. It's everything. It's pictures of somebody's uh, vacation. It's a newspaper article. Then there's a funny video. Then it doesn't have any. Like there is no connection between the things except for the for the fact that it interests you maybe or that it's related to friends. Okay, so you agree with me that people are spending a lot of time scrolling their either it's their timeline or their Instagram or anything else, mm-hmm. and yes. you agree with me that there are a lot of very young people using these technologies, these technologies. Mm-hmm like people who are teenagers, for example, in the period of their life where their brain is learning and is, how to say, like the brain, you know, it has a certain plasticity mm-hmm. and the brain is uh, taking its shape, let's say. Mm-hmm. So, so developing, right? It's developing, like physically developing the connection between the, the, the neurons are the developing to, to, in order to learn. Okay. So if you train a brain into this kind of activity, which is jump from A to B to C without understanding anything about only A or only B or only C, and you do this like hours and hours per day. And quickly, yeah? I mean, how, how many seconds do you look at the, the post of somebody? No? Yeah, you don't have the time to process anything. And this is not the goal, you know. The goal is to look and to, to be there. And I mean, you know. So at the end, do you think that those people will have the ability to concentrate 
in the classroom, uh, in front of a teacher, or I just ask you another question. Do you think that this is helpful for them and for us to be able to learn something new? Like, for example, learn how to play a music instrument, learn how to speak a new language, learn a new skill. Because learning something takes a lot of time. Takes time, takes concentration, takes focus. And you have to repeat the things many times, mm -hmm. focus on the things. And when you learn things like this, those leads, those, those things that you learn, where you invest your concentration and your time, they lead to the, to the higher realization to the higher development, you know? Mm -hmm. it, what, I'm, what I'm meaning is that if you scroll your Facebook or you take your phone or you, you, you switch your, your concentration or your focus between here and there and here and there, like when you, when you are just zapping on, on the TV, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it gives you a kind of pleasure, you know? Oh, I'm enjoying it. But the long-term pleasure comes with the things that we learn, like the new skills that we learn. Because if you don't learn anything, then what kind of long-term pleasure could you have? Mm. Then you are like a fish in an aquarium, you know, who thinks, oh, everything is new. Yeah, it's even like you are, you are just under the control of some something else, as you say, you know, but you don't develop your own interests or something like this and something deeper you know you don't become maybe uh, more passionate or even like just more skilled in something you know which gives you a deeper connection think about all the young people who are using this now and the social relations that they have i mean when you look at many many people sometimes at least me i ask this like in terms of social skills you know what do they learn if they're only on their phone and have social relations using uh, social media for example Yeah, this also, the, there are studies and they, the, 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 there are fields in psychology where they are talking about this particular topic is about, for example, the emo emotional learning, how, you, how in, the, um, in the earlier ages of the childhood, that's where the children learn how to read emotions on the faces of others. How to recognize, and this is extremely important later for your life, right? Of course, and now they use smileys. So, emoti, emoticons, or whatever. Of course, if you spend your life communicating with, uh, as you said, smileys, you can imagine how, what kind of uh, social problems or interaction problems you can have. Because you mm -hmm. cannot read on the faces, because reading on the faces of the people is something very subtle. For sure, for sure. It's not something that you learn in a book. There is no school where they told you, ah, oh, look, if you see the face of someone like this, it means he's angry. Like this, it means he's uh, lying. That the, the, Like this, it means he's saying the truth. You don't know this. You, do, you don't, there, there is no science for this. It's something that you learn. So there is this. Me, I'm hearing a lot of stories, horrible stories of, Uh, troubles in the schools where the children are not able to focus anymore. I even heard that in France, for example, there are some schools who are forbidding the phones. They want to forbid the phones mm -hmm. because the, the, the students, they are not able to, to, to follow the classes anymore. So at the end, 
me, I think that once again, it's a wonderful technology that has been hijacked by some companies and uh, the public is left without awareness, without education. Like, I mean, if you ask most of the people, well, how does this phone work? Why is it for free? And why Facebook is for free? Why Google is for free? Why, I don't know, Instagram is for free? They don't even know. They don't even know. For them, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, we don't ask ourselves those questions. Yeah, or they know a little bit, but it doesn't, you know, doesn't disturb them or something like that. You know, I mean, people know that they, Facebook is taking the data, for example, you know, but oh, I don't care, whatever. The people, they know Facebook is taking the data. Yeah, but this is not precise, you know, you're taking the data. That's what I mean. There is no real knowledge about it, you know. And who are the people who know that Facebook is taking the data? I mean, maybe the educated people. And what does it mean for them taking the data? And what's the problem? Exactly. So they don't realize that all the application is designed to make them addicted. That's the goal. It's really designed to make them addicted. So, I mean, if you noticed one day or the other, or maybe you noticed even many times that you are sitting with your friends and you are looking at your Facebook or looking at your phone or that you... You are having a dinner with your partner or with your children or with your parents and you are not able to not to take your phone and check your messages or something like this, then don't ask yourself the question why. Because the answer is because they hooked you. They designed something and they knew how to design it. They have engineers for this. Of course, there are big studies on this. Huh? There were psychologists, engineers, everybody is working there to make you hooked. Who, uh, who designed the thing to make you hooked, to make you addicted? Why they want to make you addicted? Because the more they make you addicted, the more time you spend there, the more time you spend there, the more data they will get. And even if they don't get data, they will show you more advertisement. So in both cases, whether they take your data or they show you advertisements, the fact that you spend more time there makes those applications or those companies Just worth much more on the stock market. Oh, I was just going to say exactly. It's directly linked. They monitor this with, don't worry, they have big uh, tables and big graphs and they are very happy when you spend more time there. Mm, totally. I mean, if you use it for something that is really useful for you on the long term, fine. Yeah, oh, perfect. There so many beautiful applications that you of can course. use, right? If you say learning a language or, you know... Re looking, watching movies or videos that are actually educational or something like this, you know. There are so many things that you can do, but you have to be in control. And how can you be in control? I heard, for example, that in Silicon Valley there, where they uh, developed or created this very nice addiction, that they were the, the big bosses. They sent their kids to school without iPad, without phone. They sent them to ordinary schools, ordinary uh, and hyphens. Huh? Yeah, of course, because they are not crazy, because they know what they are, that what they are producing is a kind of cancer. It's like being a drug dealer and giving drugs to your kids. <laughs> You're not crazy to that point. They are not crazy. Mm -hmm. And me, I told you the other day, I go even further than this. And I say today, okay, today we are in 2018. So me in 2018, I say that what is happening now with 
some kind of technologies that are hijacking our minds, those technologies, they will be recognized later as cancer. Exactly like the industry of tobacco has been recognized later, after a few years, that it caused, that it was linked to cancer. But in the beginning, it was not. It's like many things. As you said, the awareness is missing, right? We don't know what it really means. What does it cause? Our children, blah, blah, blah. It's exactly the same. Me, I'm telling you that now we know. There are studies that show that it's cancer. And I, I can also tell you that there are people who are working for big companies like Google or like Facebook who are now um, fighting in Silicon Valley to make the people conscious about the fact that this kind of this I, I, I insist on the fact that I'm saying this kind of technology, because it's not all the technology, mm -hmm. that this kind of technology is hijacking our minds and is making us addicted and doing things that we don't want to do and making us lose our time. Those people are speaking today, but their voice is unheard. Exactly like in the beginning of the industries of tobacco, when, the, when, the, when some researchers or scientists started to speak up about the fact that tobacco was linked with cancer, mm -hmm. we didn't hear their voices. Mm -hmm. And they were even shut down a bit because, you know, where there is money, it's... Uh, Too much the, money. The, the truth is always there, right? Mm -hmm. It's like with any industry, like oil, like, uh, I mean, everything, plastic, oil, weapons, uh, 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 everything where there is money, you know, until it becomes a bit too obvious. When it becomes too obvious, and uh, I mean, like now you see the plastic everywhere or you see the damage that oil is creating everywhere, then in the TV and in the mass media, you start hearing the, the, the other voice. And this will come. Because now, what do you hear about those technologies in the mass media? The only, the only thing you, 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 we, we heard in the last month or in the last years is, is like they say, I don't know, uh, elections and uh, that Facebook was, uh, I don't know, a source. This is not a topic. I mean, even if you, if, if you even listen to the, to the news or to the media, because, like, look at these, let's just take the example of Facebook, at least, because I think it's the, the biggest social network that there is. They're even replacing the news. They're giving you the news that you chose me the other day. I was on my Facebook and I said, oh, I don't even know how it happened. I think I follow one of the news channels. Oh, no, somebody was tagged safe in the earthquake in Lombok. Okay. I tagged on it and Facebook gave me all the information. This strength, this time, so and so many people that, you know, they don't give you any reason to leave this. So how can you even get in touch with information that it is cancerous or addictive, you know? Yeah, technically speaking, you cannot, because technically speaking, what those companies want is they want you to stay in your bubble. And this also, there's a lot of literature written about the bubble. Like this, this not, of course, is not happening to everybody, but it's a danger that we don't talk about. I explained a bit what does it mean to, to live in a bubble. Um, I mean, you know, for example, that nowadays, uh, the way religion or religious uh, messages, you can call it propaganda if you want, it depends, you know, or political propaganda or political campaigns are mainly made on social media, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So may I give you just a small example? 
The other day I heard someone saying, and this, I mean, is happening everywhere. Oh, I saw that one of my friends on Facebook is, um, I don't know, without giving an exact example, just I want to say that someone is saying that his Facebook friend is a member of the opposite political party or the opposite religious party. Mm -hmm. He said, I... Uh, how to say I uh, <laughs> followed him or yeah I, 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 I unfriended him mm -hmm. so I'm not friend with him anymore so that I don't see the shit he's putting mm. so this phenomena is an example how you can create your own bubble mm -hmm. because when you unfriend the people who think the opposite that you think mm -hmm. and you do this with I mean and this is a natural behavior, you know, I mean, normally you set up the things on your screen, the things that you would like to see, right? Mm -hmm. So you see the advertisement you want to see, you see the news that you like, you see the friends that you like, you see the family members that you like, and that's it. So everything you see, you like. Mm -hmm. So until now, it's fine. Where is the danger, you would ask me? Because everything is okay, right? But this, slowly, slowly, if you are, if you don't have a big ability of uh, autocritic criticizing and uh, like judgment you would slowly slowly think that the world is like this and that even the majority is like this and that the majority is like you and because you think that the majority is like you and because every day you see messages that reaffirm your opinions about the world you think that you are, your opinions about the world are the right one. Yeah, the right one, exactly. So this you, you see the phenomenon. This is extremism. Well, this is, I mean, at the basis of uh, all the conflicts. Mm. Me and the others. Yeah, there is uh, me, us, my, my tribe, mm -hmm. and the other tribe. So we are just reproducing again, doing again what we used to do without technologies. My religion is the best, my country is the best, my political party is the best, and then we fight. Mm -hmm. We are just reproducing the same behavior through technologies that normally yeah. should help us to do the opposite. How do you think a technology should be designed so that you can actually you know, use it in a useful way. Because as you said, you know, technology is not bad. It's just this kind of technology. What do you think uh, we should do or should be done? Now, for now, we as uh, users of technology, because we are not designers of technology here, the majority of the people do not know anything about technology. I mean, like the majority of the people do not know anything about uh, any specialized topic. This is a matter of specialists. The only thing what, that we could do is to be aware, is to to try to learn, try to Google this, you know? Mm -hmm. Try to go to, to tomorrow and make a search about threats of social media, threats of technology, so that we take precaution. It's like if you are smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. or you are taking a drug, or taking cocaine, or taking, uh, I don't know, whatever, it's, it's fine. But at least you can go and make a search, research. Now the information is available. 
What I'm saying is available everywhere. So the first thing that we could do is go make a research, inform ourselves, question our behavior. Monitor ourselves. Monitor ourselves. Observe if we are really spending time in a a way that we like Mm -hmm. or if we are maybe wasting a lot of our time and energy doing some things that we don't really like. And also, and also, sorry, and also, like uh, sometimes, you know, just to to take some distance to this and to see how much do you suffer, for example, like we said in the beginning, you know, exactly. are you going to die or are you going to suffer? Exactly. What happens if you don't open your messages? Make the experience. Mm-hmm. This the best. It's not. It, it shouldn't even be an experience. It should be something we do every week or every month. Spend one day without phone. Retreat. Spend two me two days without phone. Spend mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, it depends on your responsibilities on what you have to do. Turn off your phone and see what's happening. Observe what's happening. Mm-hmm. Do you feel bad? Do you feel be- do you feel better? Do you feel what do you feel? So this is from the side of we, the users. Now from the side of technology, this is a big topic. It's not an easy topic. But to answer your question, what sh- how should it be designed? The technology should be designed by us, the users, for our well-being. For our development, it should it should not be designed by people who are just there trying to sell us as much, to collect as much data on us as possible, to try to sell as much data as possible about us, to send us advertisement. If it continues like this, it would be like hijacking the spirit of internet. And this is what is happening. And even the founder of Internet himself himself spoke about this and he said that the spirit of Internet is being hijacked by two, three, four, five big companies. Because, I mean, think about it. If you take Microsoft, Apple, Google, Facebook, and add maybe, I don't know, another one, they, they, they have the information about... Billions of people. Yeah, 80%. Uh, they have everything. The internet control is in their hands. I while, mean, just look at Google, what they have. While the situation shouldn't be like this, and it would hopefully change, where this, and there are now technologies, like blockchain technology, that helps us to to possess this information ourselves and to to use it ourselves. This information is our information. Mm-hmm. Why do, they, do we give them this information for free and we don't have any control about the studies that they do with this information, the new scientific researches that they do, the new discoveries that they would do about the human behavior and human intelligence and economy and psychology, everything, mm-hmm. you know? This is as if, like, because it's digital, because it's not material, we, we, we don't realize it. But to, to put it in, a, in an image that is maybe more understandable for the people, it's as if everybody in our countries and in our lands, the lands that we possess, everybody is taking a, sh- uh, how do you call this, a shovel? A shovel, yeah. A shovel. And we are digging under the ground and everything that we find, uh, like, for example, uh, archae- like, uh, how archaeology, you, archaeology uh, artifacts, things, yeah. artifacts, oil, diamonds, 
all the wealth that we have, water, mm -hmm. whatever you can find in your own land, you are just giving it for free to four or five companies. This is exactly now what is happening. And those companies, as I told you, they are making us addicted to this technology. And you see it every day. Look, go in the street of every country today, go to the restaurant of every country today, and you will see the people, they are just looking at their phones. And they are not even able, they are not even able anymore to look at you and, and to, to give you a smile because they are busy on their phones. Mm. I mean, what is there that important on the phone? Exactly. What's there? Especially that all the important things are in your real life. Huh? All the things, if I would ask you to make a list of five or ten things that are really important to you, like the essential, the core of your life. You know? Yeah, if you ask the people uh, what's important for you, for, for them, like what is important for me or for you, probably what would they say? Yeah, the family. Family, friendship, Friend. love, all those things that your phone cannot give you. Time, health. You know. Time, health. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's going into more and more places of our life. Huh? Now, it's uh, as we said already the other day, it's controlling your health. You know, it's controlling where you go, your location, every all this data, as you said. That's it. Okay, Dr. Kanyeshna, thank you very much for sharing your insights on social media and focus. You're very welcome. It's been half an hour now. I have to check my messages. Yeah, me also. <laughs> I'm already looking at my phone and it's calling me. <laughs> okay. Have a good night. You too. Enjoy your evening.